Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm a big believer of, of creating generic content and weaving in curiosity about some of the things that you can help others solve, some of their problems, some of their challenges, some of their issues, without mentioning product and business. Because now that just seems more transactional. All we care about is a sale. All we care about is that quick $20, $50, $100 commission versus genuinely, truly helping someone overcome a challenge, overcome an issue. You know, I always say this, Chris, they're kind of funny. I have zero interest in helping you or anybody else get a customer, get a client. I want you to acquire a lifelong person who wants to buy from you month after month after month for years to come. Brian Fryer was born and raised in Southern California and was fortunate enough to get drafted in 2004 by the San Diego Padres, going on to play eight years of pro baseball in the minor leagues. But Brian's dream gig didn't last forever, and he went on to reinvent himself in business in a bucket list career phase two, if you will. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Crystal Laurie. Thanks so much for joining Brian says two really cool things happened during his baseball career. First, he met his wife, Danny, and they now have four healthy, gorgeous kids. Second, he was introduced to entrepreneurship and the network marketing profession. In their first four years of internet and network marketing, trying to build an online business as a couple, the Friars didn't make a single dollar in profit. Eventually, the company they were so enamored with began to dwindle down. And Brian began to question what he really wanted out of life, career, and decided to make some changes. He bought a new laptop, he armed himself with an expert's coaching program, and a proper strategy. And that is where it all truly began, for this 15-year-plus marketing vet to craft the flexible, lucrative, and rewarding online business of his dreams. Let's listen for more on Brian's story and some great coaching advice on launching your next chapter. Brian, welcome to Bucketless Careers. It's great to have you. Or should I call you Coach Fryer? How do we do this? <laughs> Coach Fryer is what I'm known by, but Krista, thanks so much for the invite. Excited to be here. Absolutely. I'm so glad that I stumbled across your online presence, to be honest, through Mutuals, because I find your videos and posts, your overall messaging to be so engaging. We're going to delve into all of it now. You were drafted in 04 by the San Diego Padres and played eight years professionally in the minors. So let's start there. It sounds like a dream gig for a young man from Southern California. It sure was, Krista. It was a lifelong dream, actually. Growing up in Southern California, my dad played professional baseball. Once he actually got drafted, uh, then I came along. So unfortunately, he had to put his career to the side. So, you know, that being a huge part of that inspiration, it was a lifelong dream. And you know, I was fortunate enough to get that opportunity. Amazing. So you did have to transition out. I know there were some injuries. You talk a lot about missing your family just being quite straight about it. So tell me about how you transformed yourself and what you did after baseball. Yeah, absolutely. So before baseball, the career started and even during in the off season, I was working in the oil field industry. Minor league baseball salary isn't, uh, isn't what it's cooped up to be. I, I can remember Krista when I first got drafted, I was making 600 bucks a month when I first started. So most might seem as professional baseball player, this glam lifestyle, but you know, city to city, sleeping on the bus overnight, getting to the next destination can be taxing. Sure. But again, lifelong dream. That's, that's, that's the hope and the dream that that baseball players have. And I was grateful to play for eight years. Uh, unfortunately, halfway through my career, suffered a back injury, lifting weights in the off season. And it kind of put me on the shelf for a couple months. I, I tried everything under the sun, chiropractors, massage, acupuncture, you name it. I tried it. Nothing was helping. 
fast forward the tape, a family friend introduced me to a product. And within four weeks, I was back in the gym, back in the baseball field. And that was literally a huge turning point for me in realizing and understanding the possibilities of entrepreneurship that reside before me. But you do admit that you struggled, I think, in your first four years or so of network marketing. Tell me what you were doing there. You said you didn't actually make a single dollar in profit in four years, but clearly you've turned that around, which should be encouragement for people out there. But So tell us a little bit about that phase, and then what was the pivotal moment that got you into what you are doing now, which is coaching and mentoring tens of thousands of network marketers on how to grow online? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's really important to share the struggle. Most see the the success, the result, maybe the chapter 10, but what about chapters one through nine, right? So yeah, the first four years were a challenge. I was finishing up the tail end of my baseball career. And to be quite honest, Chris, I I, I think I had a a big ego, (laughs) uh, this professional baseball player label per se. And to get out there and just share a product, you know, you know, imagining that just everybody would say yes to me. And that just wasn't the case. You know, family members. What was the product, if I can stop you there? It was Monavi. It was a big wine bottle. It was acai berry juice, $40 a bottle. So it was more of a luxury item. So you felt like this wasn't working for whatever reason, maybe for your personality or, you know, tell me why you needed to make that transition into something else. Totally. So I knew my baseball career, number one, was coming to a close. I knew that I had a backup plan of, you know, working in the oil industry, made good money in the off season, but was working 60 to 80 hour weeks. And when I stumbled across this product because of that back injury, I, I quickly learned that there was a business opportunity. And right at that time, Krista, here was the pivotal moment is my wife became pregnant. And I started to think mm-hmm. that as I grew older and grew a family that I ultimately didn't want to work 60 to 80 hour weeks away from my kids, away from my wife. I wanted to figure out how to work from home and network marketing at that time seemed like the answer. Life-changing moments like that will do it. And and you work with your wife, don't you? Sure do. How does that work out? It's awesome. She actually, I'm a big fan of doing videos and I'm very forward facing. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's actually the opposite. She doesn't enjoy videos, but she does so much for our business and company behind the scenes. And it's a blessing really to be able to work together each and every day. I like that. I mean, I can tell you're, you didn't laugh like, oh, it works out. I mean, I can feel that you authentically are a good team together, which is nice to hear. Talk to me about specifically what you guys are doing in terms of coaching, how you're helping people navigate, creating something online, developing an online business, even a client story that is really compelling that describes how you're able to help people launch. It goes back to struggling those first four, five, six years in network marketing, you know, exhausting my warm market. At that time, Facebook was just now kind of getting on the scene. And and I saw that as an avenue to be able to reach more people, share a product, a business, make new relationships and connections. And and so after creating lots of success, building 100% online with organic strategies to grow our network marketing business, after being in the field as a network marketer came to a conclusion and transitioning into the coaching space, I realized that I had a very unique skill set, one that so many network marketers, entrepreneurs were longing for to build something online, 30 minutes to an hour, two hours a day to potentially, right, like us, spend more time with their family, not have to take on a second or a third job, maybe even make network marketing a career. As far as what we've been able to do, I, I teach 
you know, very, very simple. I always like to say, I take things that are difficult or challenging for most and make them, make them simple. I focus on helping people grow their audience and network online, teach them how to nurture those relationships, create curiosity in their marketing to attract their ideal new customer, business partner. And then ultimately the sales skills, talking private one-on-one conversations and learning what questions to ask and, and allowing folks to join your team. Nice. And give me that one inspirational story of somebody that really knocked out of the park, you know, to use a baseball pun. <laughs> I love it. Thanks to you guys. Like this is this is OK for you to flex or brag, if you will. <laughs> no, I appreciate that opportunity. I, I've got lots to choose from. I'm grateful <laughs> for the impact we've been able to make. But yeah. just one story that stands out was uh, a client of ours that came to us three years ago. She was a Hobby Lobby retail sales manager. She would say in her best words that she was very unhealthy. She was broke. She had a ton of debt and had no no directions. She stumbled across network marketing because of some of the health challenges she was facing. Okay. She started using a product, shortly after that found me, wanted to build this online. And since then, Crystal, over the last two and a half years, she has gone from Hobby Lobby retail sales manager to now one of the top female income earners in the entire profession. We helped her set up, navigate and structure her own private Facebook group that she's mm-hmm. grown organically to over 188,000 people. And last but not least, She's personally enrolled over 14,000 customers via social media. So you really believe in Facebook. You don't think it's a dinosaur of social media for this type of thing. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big believer. Maybe it's my age. I'm, I'm 40, but still believe, you know, I do love Instagram. I like TikTok. I like some of these other platforms. I just yeah. feel that 70 to 80% of the weights and connection and value and relationships still happening on Facebook. Do you think that's because of the opportunity to engage with the community more so than Instagram or anywhere else? I feel that what transpired in the world just a few years back that people nowadays, I know you and I probably would agree here that we're longing for personal connection and community in more ways than one. And I think that while Instagram, TikTok are great platforms, nothing provides that community and connection aspect like Facebook. Oh, totally. I think the pandemic changed everything. In fact, this podcast was born in the pandemic. I often ask people, what was your biggest pivot? I don't know if you have one. I mean, there are some silver linings from this horrible thing that we all went through because I think we all learned a little bit about being more nimble. But what about you? Did you have to change anything due to, you know, the pandemic's impact on our world? Yeah, actually, it created a lot of opportunity for us. As far as pivoting, I was just starting to get on scene of of speaking more, hired to come in and speak and do some consulting, what have you. So obviously that took a halt, but I think it really allowed us to put more focus, energy and attention to serving those who are now more open minded to learning how to do something from home. Network marketers are a huge percentage of the of the clients and folks we we serve, but small business owners, other coaches, consulting companies is also a big part of what we do behind the scenes. Sure. I mean, how did you decide this was right for you? Because I also get a lot of people asking me about coaching. You come from a totally different type of background, obviously, professional sports. So what self-realization occurred within you that allowed you to do this? I'm a man of faith. And I think it was just something that, you know, being a the top social media coach, business coach in, in, in the world was definitely never on my radar. Right. I just feel that through the, the events that transpired, one door opened to the next. And I think what wisdom I might be able to share with the listeners is mm-hmm. just keep an open mind. 
we all have that end goal, that destination of the life we want to create, the income we want to make, but just be open to the avenues and what doors open to allow you to get there. I think that that's, that's most crucial. And, and it, I look back on my journey and that's one of the main things is I had an open mind and here we are 14, 15 years later. Oh, I love that. And that's honest. We will get to takeaways. I'm going to ask you two things. Like what was the biggest piece of advice you ever got? And then what's yours, you know, with that singular to your journey. But before I do, I don't, I don't want to forget to delve a little bit into social media marketing because that, I have to say, is a question I get a lot about growing followers, audiences, reels, captions, hashtags. Are they even relevant anymore? All of that stuff, right? So if you could just give us, you know, what are the biggest mistakes people make you think in social media in terms of building a brand engagement and how do we avoid them? Yeah, one of the biggest mistakes I see, no matter what someone sells or offers, is the style of feeling they need to oversell. Obviously, I serve network marketers, whether they're selling a weight loss product, a collagen product, uh, essential oil, makeup, whatever that might be. I think the natural inclination is, oh, I've got 500 friends on Facebook. I've got a thousand friends on Facebook. I'll just post all about my products, all about my business opportunity, because that's the way to create success. And that actually does more harm than good. I'm a big believer of of creating generic content and weaving in curiosity about some of the things that you can help others solve, some of their problems, some of their challenges, some of their issues without mentioning product and business because now that just seems more transactional. All we care about is a sale. All we care about is that quick $20, $50, $100 commission versus genuinely, truly helping someone overcome a challenge, overcome an issue. You know, I always say this, Krista, kind of funny. I have zero interest in helping you or anybody else get a customer, get a client. I want you to acquire a lifelong person who wants to buy from you month after month after month for years to come. I like that. Yeah, I went to a podcast conference and I think this speaks to what you just said. You know, instead of promoting an episode, this particular speaker in one of the breakouts said, just give some information, help educate people. And then, you know, if you want to direct them to your website to check out an episode, fine. But to your point about overselling and you're not really being authentic in terms of like, I'm here to help you, not just sell to you. 100%. And I look back, Krista, even when we were in the field building a network marketing to even my coaching style today. You know, you asked about a pivotal moment. Another one just popped up in my mind here. Like, why did I not share this earlier? But, you know, struggling for those first four, five, six years, I was trying to sell products. I was trying to get people to join my team. And then all of a sudden, Facebook came around. I'm like, instead of approaching social media with try to sell, 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 why don't I lead with education? So I'll give you a quick 20 second rendition of what we did. Second company that we were with, we sold organic, all natural household of personal care items that were toxic-free, non-toxic, all that stuff. So instead of leading with trying to sell toxic-free products, what we did, Chris, is we led with social media content, educating people on the harmful effects of chemicals in everyday products. So what that did is that positioned us as a resource, someone with a little bit of credibility. So people came to us asking us, what are you using? What do you recommend? And so we went from enrolling 50 people our first six years So then the last three years, switching to that model, over 700 people enrolled. Well, that's impressive. And I believe in that model of approach. So let's get to the takeaways now. This is also about like professional purpose and pivoting towards something that you really believe in. I think for you, flexibility has been huge. What piece of advice have you received that really meant something to you that you think served you? And then let's talk about your biggest piece of advice for people. One of the biggest lessons I learned early on is is people over product or people over sales. 
I'm a big believer of relationships. I feel that that money follows impact, right? I've even got this this little thing on my on my desk behind me that says impact. And I also even created an acronym for the word impact because on your journey, on my journey, on everyone's journey, what are we going to face? Obstacles, challenges, issues. And if we always refer back to the word impact, it stands for I'm moving past all challenges today. Nice. Knowing that we're going into a season, coming out of a season, that we're always going to face challenges. And so we keep that word at the forefront. I like it. It's easy to remember, too. Super. Well, thank you, Coach Fryer, so much. This was actually amazing. It went way too fast. So where should we send everybody to your Facebook community, perhaps? Or would you prefer your website? Tell us where to go. Yeah, Facebook community is great. I have a, a Facebook group. It's called Social Impactors. It's obviously a free Facebook community. I think there's over 15, 16,000 folks in there now. Lots of value, lots of great information, a great place to start. Perfect. Again, Brian Fryer, thank you so much for your time. Great to have you. Thanks for sharing your story and your wisdom. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me, Krista. So grateful you're a part of our listening community here at Bucket List Careers. Did you pick up a t-shirt? You know we have merchandise available on my website. And we're still running that contest if you were to tweet or send a pic or post a pic of yourself in that t-shirt with Bucket List Careers on the front. Then you will be eligible to win an AirPods Pro. So be sure to pick one up soon. We'll be back on Thursday with another fresh episode and guest. In the meantime, be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.